Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of the Joy Diving Podcast. Eliom, we have a very special guest. Um, yay! Uh, she's an Instagrammer and a YouTuber and an artist as well. Like, can I say it? I love your art? Like, also your self-portrait. Oh, my God. I have to mention that. But I'm gonna leave you the chance to introduce yourself for people who may not So go ahead. Okay. Hello, guys. Um, her messy head. You can call me Nana. Um, I'm 26. I've been on Instagram for a good while, but um, like my content shifts between healthy, you know, healthy lifestyle. I don't know, Nazi, and then, you know, <laughs> you know how to describe my You do it all. And you yeah. rock at everything you do. Of who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, uh, as long as, uh, I think it's a good thing to be able uh, to experiment with different type of content, and especially that you mm-hmm. enjoy Uh, doing art you enjoy having a healthy lifestyle you enjoy sharing your everyday today life so yeah yeah i i actually to point this out like Mm -hmm. i don't like people or like channels or instagram accounts that only talk about one thing Mm -hmm. you know that only talk tackle one thing only Mm -hmm. i hate art accounts I want to know the artist. Yeah. I hate, um, you know, food accounts in general, but I also have an, a food account. <laughs> That's because I talk way too, I used to talk way too much about uh, my diet at a certain point that I created this account. Mm. But I don't like following one specific thing only. Yeah. A variety of things or like what makes a person who they are. Exactly. It's like... Uh... There's a lot of uh, accounts right now. Uh, we tend to appreciate uh, authenticity rather than just any type of content. And like being able to see that behind this account, there's a real person uh, and they have multiple interests and they do a lot of things at the same time. You sort of can see yourself in them in a sense. Exactly. So uh, when it comes, you, you talked about your healthy lifestyle and you actually share a lot about that. So my very first question to you, what made you decide that you wanted to go on a diet? Mm. I actually avoided thinking, like since we talked about the topics that we're probably going to tackle, mm. I, I avoided thinking about anything. Like I'm just... I came here unprepared. <laughs> yeah, so, I think that's the point of a podcast. I think last ago, it was, yeah, I don't remember at the time, I was uncomfortable. What the heck is the focus? <laughs> it's okay. So I don't remember at the time. Yeah, I don't remember the exact time, like a time, a specific time in which I was comfortable in my own body. Hmm. As a person, like I, even as um, an eight-year-old or a six-year-old, I was, I, I always noticed that I was heavier than other girls, hmm. and that got to me. 
and I felt like I wasn't pretty enough and I wasn't smart enough. So mm. there was nothing that I could control. Mm. And so I think growing up, I, I turned to food as comfort. Yeah. And it, it never got fixed. It, nev- it just kept getting worse. Like I was looking at food as comfort for so many years. And even when I was upset with the way that I looked, I was just making it worse. Yeah. So, so I would eat and eat nonstop. Mm. And be stressed about that. Be stressed about the fact that I actually binge ate my feelings or my, you know, Emotion, my thoughts. Yeah. And um, I would do it all over again for years. And then mm. I had... Uh, couple of health issues when I was around I think 18 19 Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was the result of um, that resulted me getting even more curvy getting Mm -hmm. curvier in a way like Mm -hmm. I was not I I was not comfortable at all Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah and then I was like I think yeah 24. So when mm-hmm. I was 24, um, I decided that I wanted to change things. I wanted a fresh start. Like I didn't feel like I was purely Nana anymore. That name didn't resonate Resonating. with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to change so much about my content, about the way that I was, like mm. physically and mentally, because I, I just became so toxic. Mm. And I had so many people that were not actually, let's not say like they were toxic, but they were a bad influence in my mm. life. And I just wanted some huge change. Like I wanted to shift everything. Yeah. Um, what else? I can't think of anything. Wait. So yeah, one morning I just woke up. I watched one of Demi Lovato's videos. Yeah, you're a huge fan of her. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah, it's so funny. I watched mm-hmm. one of her videos. And I was like, she could change her body that way. And like, I've I've always followed her. Like, I love that. I love that person. Like, yeah. I love that finger. And I I just wanted to find comfort in her. In a way, like I yeah. could see that she changed her body. So I was like, maybe I can do it too. Maybe. So yeah, um, Demi Lovato inspired me because I could see her body change throughout the years and I wanted to do the same thing for myself. Like I told you both physically and mentally, I wanted a huge change, but um, I didn't know how to. And I knew like I tried before, I tried changing everything radically and it didn't mm. work. Like everything at once, yeah, all at once. So well, all at once, you'd be putting too much, too much pressure too much on yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, too much pressure on myself. So I just didn't know what to... Um, what to do I was eating unhealthy but I started working out does that make any sense <laughs> I was still eating unhealthy healthy. and I was working out like I was like little by little but she doesn't exactly, finish my exactly. Yeah. yeah and like so you I mentioned that right now uh people having bad influence on you and that's a huge mm-hmm. thing that a lot of people dismiss uh i don't know like uh, you went through it i went through it and i'm sure people are gonna 
find this uh, relatable as well. Buzah, when you're trying to go through, uh, let's say, uh, changing your eating habits and adopting more of a healthier lifestyle, and you you had like uh, unhealthy past eating habits, you realize Billy, a lot of those habits were indulged by your surroundings they were encouraged by your surroundings and when you try to change uh, a lot of people get triggered by that change in you yeah i do agree um but the thing is everyone around me was you know they were let's say they were healthy they were not as heavy as i was mm. i wasn't looking at them as in like oh look at that person, she's the way that she is and she accepts the way that she is, you know. Mm. They were not struggling the way that I was. Exactly. Uh, they didn't have issues being, you know, heavier or because they didn't have the same struggles that I did, mm. that I had. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I do agree. I mean, your surrounding is, like, greatly influential on your life. Exactly. And was it like hard for people to accept that change uh, for you, especially? Did was it uh, was it encouraged, or how did you go about it to actually make them understand that this is something that you want to do? And yeah, I think they got used to it. I was always talking about wanting to lose weight. Mm-hmm. I I talked about it for years and years. so again like they're not really struggling with it themselves so they didn't understand let's say my friends or my parents they just knew that ever since I was 12 years old I still have a like this vivid memory of Mm -hmm. my dad asking my dad to like hold my feet or like my legs so that I could do some crunches or whatever (laughs) I don't know like No, the one that, you know, you need someone to hold legs for you. I mean, you're asking the worst person uh, for the name, so I have no idea. The thing is, he used to encourage me to lose weight. And so growing up, I always thought, okay, I'm going to do it someday, just not now. And Mm. then I would always go into food. I wouldn't Mm. be able to control my, my, like, my head in a way. And that would always result in me going back to food for comfort. Exactly. And uh, I think this is a huge thing. I personally mm-hmm. suffered and still do, to be honest. Uh, well, even when it comes to healthy food, I still binge eat healthy food, <laughs> like healthy snacks. Right. Too much healthy food yeah, well, uh, this is a huge thing that not a lot of people are aware of, like this pattern of emotionally eating. And I really see it in the Algerian culture. Because we associate our daily lives around food. Like if you're having a, a guest over, it's all about what you're going to make. If you're celebrating something, it's all about what you're cooking, what you're making, which is a good thing. I'm not like saying food is bad or anything, but I think we should be more aware of the emotions we assign to the food that we're eating. Yeah, I agree. I strongly agree. Like, even when you watch their, I don't know, let's say a series, an American mm. series, and they have a guest over, they would not really 
hurry to the kitchen. But exactly. we do, as people, we're like, okay, you didn't buy the juice, let's go. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, I don't know, buy something, do exactly. something about it. You have to fill them, yeah. Exactly. So, for you, like, going with the whole healthy lifestyle, what uh, sort of changes... Uh, you started making at first because I know it can be overwhelming uh, so if it was if it was easy everyone would be doing it uh, and it's very overwhelming to take the decision of uh, of saying okay I have an issue with food and I should be more conscious about what I'm eating so what were like the first changes that you did when it com- when it came when it comes to your eating patterns to my eating patterns um at first i just you know i ate whatever like i was still eating unhealthy mm-hmm. and then no i had no clue what to do with the food like i told you i went yeah. into this not knowing what to do. I, I just knew that I wanted to change, but I didn't know what to change exactly and how to keep, it, uh, to keep that change. So um, I think one of the first things that I did was like focusing on the working out part, although it's just 20% of the whole weight loss journey. So after that, like I, whenever I would crave something, I would eat it. And I do love savory foods so i would always go like buy from fast foods and i would still be working out which mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense but at the same time it worked yeah <laughs> it worked for me so like the second month i i actually see this very since you know i just mm-hmm. perceive it with like months the first month the second month this is what i did the first month okay. and like the second month was focused solely on dieting Mm -hmm. because I was not able to work out. I was in Algiers uh, for Mm -hmm. like summer vacation, you know, what a vacation. (laughs) But um, (laughs) so I think um, I was too scared to gain those four kilos that I lost in the first month back Mm -hmm. that I was just too focused on eating healthy and walking every day for like hours because I was out most of the uh, most of the time. And so I lost equally as much. And me, the fact that I hate working out, I was like, I lost four kilos when I wasn't done. even working out. And the first month I lost four <laughs> kilos, I was working out, but I hate working out. Let's mm-hmm. ditch that, you know, <laughs> let's just focus on the diet. And I focused on the diet, it worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next month I lost three kilos, but then it got hard. You know, mm-hmm. you get to a yeah. certain point where, where it's you just, plateau. You know, it's not a. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's how um, that's how it worked. I can totally relate. What because... you though? I want to know how, what triggered what triggered you to to make that. Yeah. So for me personally, I always struggle. As you said, I always. Uh, had body image issues since I was a kid I was always uh, the overweight uh, o- overweight uh, kid hanging out and I was like the outcast and all that jazz you know yeah You've been there <laughs> so shall, um, but I had this thing where I use I used it in my advantage saying shall, um, 
oh, uh, I'm taking ownership of my body and uh, I enjoy myself being this way. I don't, I don't have to lose weight to satisfy anyone. So I was being a rebellious kid at that time. And then uh, uh, when I got last no, year... I think you were being logical. You don't have to lose weight for people. Yeah, and that's the thing, because it was mostly pressured by my family, my surrounding, saying, oh, I have to lose weight, I have to lose weight, I have to lose weight. But to me, it wasn't something that was bothering me. It felt more like it was something bothering them, which even, which triggered me even more. Like, how can something that involves me bothers you? So yeah, uh, and then came last year, and last year I basically had a major health scare, and mm -hmm. I was uh, almost diagnosed with diabetes, and my uh, blood check uh, workout was all over the place. Uh, I literally, <laughs> I literally had un bilan tawahed liandu shofiamo sekonton. Like it wasn't for, uh, it wasn't for someone who's uh, uh, 22. So that's when I actually decided that, all right, maybe I do need to change my eating habit uh, because, like, uh, being uh, like living in a different. Uh, Uh, state and studying at the same time which while not being with my family meant always eating out like I, I literally never cook at home so that actually made things worse for me so yeah that's what made me take the decision that I wanted to lose weight because it became actually an issue that bothered me in my health in a sense yeah Yeah, that's true. And so how do you how do you keep up with it? Honestly, like right now, I I some am people, I feel like some people wouldn't really care about like, uh, the I, health issues. Like I don't know, maybe I'm just being insensitive, but I didn't care about my health as much as I cared about the way that I looked. No, that's what yeah, yeah, I that's yeah, yeah. totally understandable. I mean, uh, like the whole process. Uh, how? Just so, it was like, uh, first of all, it's totally understandable. Shall uh, we live in a society that emphasizes on the way we look and the way we? Uh, portray ourselves and there's like this ideal body type that's being spread everywhere so it's totally normal to care about the way you look and I think it's something okay like you get to care uh, how your body looks but uh, uh, as you said like we should also at least consider the health aspect of it and for me uh, It was really scary because, A, uh, I have my mother who has diabetes and I see her struggling with it. I, ha I had like my grandparents who suffered uh, from diabetes and my grandfather had to lose his leg and uh, my grandmother had to had major like health health crisis and she stayed for in bed for years. 
So I always knew, Billy, it is a struggle in our family. And having to uh, have that wake-up call at the age of 22 and be like, all right, in a few years, if I don't do this, I'm going to end up just like my mother. And if I don't do anything, I'm going to end up just like my grandfather, which scared the shit out of me, to be honest. So I don't know. It's like I had so many aspirations in life, and I still do. And I don't want to have to deal with the fact waking up and taking medication and having to every day uh, take my blood uh, and see have to take my blood pressure on a every day. So I want to have a normal life, you know. Yeah. I see a scary point. So yeah, that was it. Uh, and, and I think like uh, us being uh, teenagers or whatever, from the age uh, of 16 until you're almost 30, you wouldn't care that much about your health, which is totally normal. But mm-hmm. I, I think really it should be something uh, in the back of uh, in the back of our heads that just be careful just in case you will but it's yeah. really scary it is scary of course i had anemia for mm-hmm. so many years mm-hmm. like i think um like i str- started struggling with it at the age of 17 mm-hmm. and I mean, I guess I fixed uh, some of it or I Mm. fixed it for a couple of years and then it hit me back at the age of 19. Mm. And that's when I started taking things seriously and like taking medication and then I had the the shots and all that. Mm. And I gained a lot of weight and that's what made me more insecure about my body. Like I didn't Mm. even like it before. Now I have like extra 10 kilos Mm. to deal with. And, um, so yeah, I mean, health was always there. Health issues were always there. But um, I mean, when I started working out and when I started doing all of this, like the healthy eating and the fasting and all that, I did it just to lose weight and to look nicer, to look leaner, because that's the pressure that was on me mainly. It wasn't because of my health. And I actually, like, even when I started losing weight a lot of it although i was healthy when people my family members like extended family members whenever mm-hmm. they would see me they would be like oh you look so unhealthy mm-hmm. <laughs> and i would be like what do you mean like i'm eating veggies and fruits every day and i'm i'm just being healthier exactly what do you mean like i'm I've, i'm the healthiest i've ever been mm-hmm. whenever i would wake up i would have that you know, blackout, <laughs> like get out yeah. of bed. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I started losing weight, it was all gone. I didn't struggle with any of those symptoms anymore. Anymore. But yeah. Exactly. I think uh, when you realize that most of our health issues reside in the fact that we have a bad eating we have bad eating patterns or a bad diet in general and the fact that you don't move you don't work out you don't put enough effort uh, to actually uh, get your body functioning right 
And then mm-hmm. when you get sick and everything, so well, I mean, I'm a medical student and I'm going to say this and this might sound controversial, but like uh, doctors or medical professionals, they don't mm-hmm. treat the underlying cause, which is... Uh, So it needs to be approached in a holistic way. Like you actually uh, see what the patient is eating, what he's doing in his life, but we rather only focus on medication, which is crazy to be honest. Mm -hmm. We don't really look for the root of the problem. Exactly. So yeah, uh, what I was going to say, enough for me personally, Uh, I started, and I, I did the opposite. I started focusing on uh, the diet and eating clean and everything. And I, I never worked out. <laughs> like, I never worked out. Uh, like, the only type of working out I ever did was walking. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I ditched working out the second month. <laughs> But now well, uh, I'm trying to, let's say, I'm trying to incorporate that more because, uh, and, and now you're like, you just finished the Chloe Tink challenge, actually. How, yeah. uh, so how does it feel like finishing it? Mm, I mean, I feel like it's just the start. <laughs> really? It's just the very first month. No, I went into this without actually expecting any results mm-hmm. because I was like it's been two years since the last time you you truly work out worked out mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. I think during winter around like February yes February I like I started going to the gym but I didn't I mean I would go twice a week I wasn't mm-hmm. that serious about it I had a lot on my timeline and like I just didn't know um Wait, I just zoned out. <laughs> Taking it that seriously. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then the quarantine started happening. Yeah. So quarantine happened. I didn't know what to do. Uh, like I didn't want to work out work out at home because I know I hate that. I think I think the change of scenery and going somewhere and seeing that people are putting in the effort is what I liked about the gym. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was kind of serious. Whenever I would go to the gym, I would yeah. do the thing. But then whenever I would be home, I'd be like, mm, you know what? Let's not do it today. Yeah. Not today. <laughs> But um, so, yeah. Um, now, I feel like three months ago, we started working again. Like, we went back to working three months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and... We have a lot of time now. Like we have so much free time that than we used to. So mm-hmm. I took it as an advantage, and I was like, okay. So I always wanted to work out, and I would always postpone it and think next month, next week, you know. Yeah. But now I have other insecurities always, yeah. that I don't think that the diet is going to fix, mm-hmm. like loose skin mm-hmm. or you know cellulite. You don't yeah. you don't just fix those with diet uh you have to put in the effort and actually work out, work out. and um so yeah that's why i decided to work out and 
I feel like I also want to build muscle because I'm a very, very weak human being. Like, um, I can't even do a single push-up, by the way. Really? I can't. And yes. I can relate. <laughs> well, that's why I started working out, working out, to build muscle and to be, you know, healthier, more toned up. Yeah, and like the fact that you actually committed to the challenge for 30 days, that really is something great and it should be applauded. I'm doing the second one now. Actually, yeah. two challenges now. Really? So you're, t- uh, yes. I think, yeah, I saw your story. You're, you're doing the 15 days challenge and the 28 yeah. days challenge. Mm-hmm. And like you, you're going to do them at the, uh, all in one day. Oh my yeah. God, you're crazy. I know, like, I feel like the 28 days challenge is very easy. Like, you only get a single video a day. Oh, really? So, like, instead of wasting time, waiting for it, yeah. Because mm-hmm. usually her videos, uh, like, you, you get five videos a day in mm-hmm. a single challenge. But this flat tummy challenge only has, like, one or two videos a day. Oh, okay. So, I thought maybe I should try to do... Them because they are just 10 minutes long mm. I mean they are not that hard they don't yeah. seem that hard and I'm uh, until now like this is my eighth day and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing well Yay. I'm not struggling as much <laughs> the first I'm so happy for you thank you mm-hmm. I mean I noticed that you're working out as well you're yeah I'm trying to, to I'm trying to <laughs> yeah. so that's what I was gonna <laughs> say like um so uh, I tried to follow a challenge, but to me personally, so, uh, it felt uh, really rushed for me, especially the fact that it's been a huge while I didn't work out. So what I'm trying to do right now is, so I made my own, like my own type of workouts in a sense, and I just tried to do the movements uh, like repeatedly and have like a rest day and yeah and it, so far so good and I just can't wait for the gyms to reopen again so I actually commit and to be honest like every time I go uh, I sign up to a gym something happens like it feels yeah. like <laughs> exactly like I signed up and then quarantine happened so exactly <laughs> I swear, I'm like, God, are you sending me a message? Exactly. Yeah, I can relate. So, yeah. um, when it comes to, let's say, um, I know, Luca, because you've done uh, the weight loss and you're trying to work out and everything, you get a lot of questions. That's very normal. You get a lot of questions from your followers. How did you do it? How did you start and everything? Uh, like, how do you handle that? Because honestly, so sometimes I do share, um, I, like people know what type of diet I followed and everything, but I feel a sense of responsibility because uh, what might work for me might not work for you. So, like just talking about it randomly uh it's kind of weird yeah i, don't know. I think there's a lot of information, information. <laughs> i think there's a lot of information out there and the thing is i actually listened to other people mm-hmm. when i didn't 
even need to listen to them. Mm. Like I used to watch so many videos about dieting and I would try them and they then they wouldn't work for me. Mm. But then once I was actually got into intermittent fasting, it worked for me. So I guess you might have to go through a couple of diets and things that don't work to find out what actually works for you. Exactly. And of course, like you have to pay attention because some people take it to the extreme. Like mm. I have seen people fast water fasting, not yeah. just fasting, like water fasting for weeks on mm. end. And I'm like, how can you even do it? How can you stop eating food all at once? That's extremely unhealthy. Exactly. I heard you can only take it as far as three days. Mm. Yeah, when it comes to fasting, yeah. That's it. But two weeks, like, why even bother? That is super unhealthy. Exactly. But you have to pay attention and get um, as much info as, as possible. Like, when you read about diets, don't just read about one. Read about what worked for people in general. Read about what food does to your body in order to mm. actually start um, applying it to your daily life. Exactly. And I think uh, then you, one approach to go about it is to actually know what type of body, body you have yes. and exactly. what uh, underlying conditions you have. Anna, for me, I, ha- I have like an adrenal type of body. Uh, which means I mainly like uh, gain weight in my tummy area and like uh, I have a a muffin top and everything and it's a lot easier for me uh, to gain weight than to lose it and I have uh, high insulin resistance so when I did like research and started uh, learning about all of this I realized believe the best type of uh, diet for uh, my body type uh, would be intermittent fasting and a low carb uh, lifestyle in general. So, and when I tried it, it actually worked. But for someone who doesn't suffer from the same condition as I am, I find it like uh, weird to recommend a low carb lifestyle because like, come on, you can't give up on carbs. all at once yeah i mean it's very tricky and i i just try to keep an open mind about it like i always want to believe that people are doing their research Mm. Uh, so even when they ask me and i tell them oh so this worked for me like i would always point it out yeah i'm not so what what worked for me might not work for you i Mm. always remind people of that but um, I mean, you can't just keep everything to yourself. Yeah, At a certain point, I was super excited and I wanted to make videos about my weight loss journey and all that. And then I thought, what if I would be the cause of someone getting unhealthy or mm. um, developing a disorder of sorts? Exactly. So I didn't know what to do. So I just kept it to myself. At first, I used to share a lot. That is why I, I told you like, I created that account, mm. uh, the food account. Mm. But then... I kind of stopped and I focused on just showing my meals, like the healthy options that you can show. Mm. Um, I used to talk about, a lot about intermittent fasting and when I would eat, when I would stop eating. But then I found a couple of other tricks like drinking hot water or warm water in general mm. um, or like detox waters that are not, you know, 
اللي الناس اللي ما هدروش عليها بالذات like tea green tea before and after food all these tricks so i was like maybe not a lot of people know about these things and i should mm. share them with them so that's why i shared but then you know you get to a point where you're like let's just stop yeah i mean like uh, like they say sharing is caring so yeah. in a sense the fact that you share uh you're sharing your personal experience and that's something yes. i think people should regardless uh, put uh, in their mind because at the end of the day as you said what worked for you might not work for someone else but that also doesn't mean that you should be scared to share uh whatever you want to share to all mm-hmm. yes um so yeah i mean <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I, mean, I just shared before but at the same time I got tired of it because it became my lifestyle it became the life that I was doing I was yeah. it wasn't something that I was like focusing on doing anymore it was mm-hmm. just my life at a certain point but then I went back to square one <laughs> and I gained a lot of weight but now I'm working on uh, shedding it off yeah you're gonna get there I mean like uh So uh, once you get past the first uh, milestone, and even if you gain it back, because I did uh, as well in the quarantine, I gained واحد five kilos back or something. Uh, yeah. So, almost uh, like in this quarantine, like with the stress and depression and the fact that we're staying home, I mean it's totally normal, but. it is doable to lose it again because uh, i don't know you probably know this the couple of weights uh, that you gain really fast you can lose them really fast because they're not like yeah. that that long term uh, body fat that you have yeah that's what i'm also trying to tell myself every day because i don't know i don't know about you but when mm-hmm. i gained those kilos back i was like this is never gonna work we're just gonna go back and forth and it's non-stop like yeah. my whole life yeah uh that exactly that's exactly what happened to me as well and i have this pattern so when i started gaining the weight back i indulge in more eating and punishing myself I was like, you couldn't commit. It's pointless. Ooh, what are you doing? Give yourself a free pass. But it wasn't about a free pass of eating what I wanted. It was more of me punishing myself for not uh, committing or whatever. I don't know if that was yeah. the case for you too. Yeah, it was the case for me as well. Like, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes I just stop giving, giving an F. <laughs> yeah. Like, when I get depressed or when I just don't feel like it, I would stop doing it for weeks on end. And mm. I would know how to go back to eating normal or how to control myself with food. I feel like yeah. I'm just never going to have a healthy relationship with food at a certain point. But um, we can try. I mean, you can try to gain control and 
keep it, I guess. <laughs> I think that's the scary part, to be honest. Well, uh... <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the scary part, to be honest. And for me, food for me is an addiction. Uh, carbs, carbs in general, and sugar and chocolates and all that jazz is an addiction. So yeah. I realized that. And even though, as you said, uh, at certain points, I stop giving a fuck and I indulge in eating whatever uh, I wanted, but it doesn't make me feel any better. Like it doesn't, so I indulge in that eating pattern because I think I'm gonna feel better, but I don't. I just feel worse. So yeah. now, when it comes to my relationship with food, what I'm trying at least to learn, would like to tell myself is if you, okay, you want a cookie, you can have a cookie, but are you really gonna be happy because you had the cookie, or are you trying to fill a certain void inside of yourself? And you know that your body, and I personally, my body right now, because I stopped sugar for a long period of time, I stopped sugar for more than seven months. So now when I consume sugar again, my body really feels shitty. And if I, right now, the past couple of months, I started eating uh, carbs and sugar again, and I felt like shit. So now I'm, I'm trying to remind myself that if I approach uh, carbs again, the feeling would be worse. I wouldn't be actually feeling satisfied or happy. So I think yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. remind yourself uh, why you're doing this and in a sense, uh, focusing on what, the, what type of food actually makes you feel good would help in a sense to regain that ownership of food. I don't know. Yeah, I I totally agree, and I it happened at first because I was extremely strict about my mm-hmm. diet, and then I would actually tell myself, "You're just gonna eat food. You're just gonna eat veggies and fruits every day for the mm-hmm. rest of your life." And whenever I would have a single cheat, for example, I say, um, "You know." Um, yeah. <laughs> that was the first, the first <laughs> example because that's what happened. It's like I felt extremely hungry at a certain mm-hmm. point that I, I like thin. It's my favorite Algerian meal, mm. I'll say. Um, and like my family had burek. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let me have one. That was the first cheat in like two months. Mm-hmm. And I felt like shit for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Oh, now that you ate that, you can't even eat that many fruits anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then fruits, like, they're pretty sweet. So um, you can't just have as many as you want. Yeah. So I cut out fruits and I just ate veggies and detox waters and water and warm hot mm-hmm. water and tea. Mm-hmm. Like all of those just to to be able to feel better mm-hmm. about myself. 
Yeah. But I, you know, it's just a process. Exactly. Like it's you a, have to. Yeah. Kimli, Kimli. I was gonna. I was just gonna say exactly. It's a process, because what people don't tell you when you want to. I know I'm really reluctant uh, of using the word diet, because I fear diet culture a lot. Because uh, mm-hmm. it indulges personally in me. Uh, I realized really going into the the whole process wasn't just about uh, um, my health and weight loss, but it was also a mental game mostly. I was re-questioning every pattern I had before, everything that I was taught about my health, everything, uh, the way I perceived myself, the way people perceived me. And I realized it is mostly an entire life-changing experience. It's not just something that you do like this and, oh, the weight is gone. It's a long process and you have to be strong in order to maintain that lifestyle, the, lo- the healthy lifestyle. Mm. I actually don't claim that I'm healthy. Like I do love being healthy and like working towards that. Mm. But do I think I am 100% healthy? Not at all. I'm far from that. Yeah. Like, because to me, it's not just about your body. It's about, you know, this. Exactly. This clean and keeping it sane. Um, that's, that's basically what matters the most. Because if this is fixed, if this is okay, mm-hmm. then your whole life is okay. Yeah, and that's the thing, Sean, when it comes to uh, our relationship with food, it's mostly how we assign it to be. So, in a sense, if you can regain the, the, in a sense, the capacity to actually um, separate your emotion, separate your emotions from food, then you... You could like, uh, I can't relate. <laughs> I can't relate too. I mean, like, uh, um, I've been trying to read more about intuitive eating and stuff. And honestly, as much as the idea is appealing, it is scary, Fanny. Uh, I don't know if you know about it. Intuitive eating? Yeah. I mean, I heard about it and I think I watched a couple of videos, but I didn't really give in to that or, you know, care. So basically, intuitive, that yeah. <laughs> so basically, intuitive eating, c'est le concept, you give your body whatever it craves, whether it is uh, a healthy, a healthy salad or if it's a healthy cookie or if it's unhealthy food, whatever. And apparently, it is a concept anti-diet culture in a sense. And yeah, you try to rebuild the trust uh, with your body and giving it space to to reclaim what your body wants. But in a sense, even if the idea is appealing to me, it is scary. I know Billy and I'm, I don't have a sense of control. 
说 I'll overeat anyway， 是吧？ That's why I didn't give it that much importance or attention,、um, because I just know I don't trust myself enough to give into food. Yeah.、Mm -hmm. Okay. Ujdita Hangulik. So,、uh, do you have like any last words for people who actually want to go with the entire、uh, weight loss journey, and what do you advise them to do? Mm. <laughs> This is gonna take a lot of time. <laughs> I mean, I have so much to say about it because I've been doing this for two years now. Yeah, it's not something that I did for like a month and that I can talk about and just move on, like the short experience. Because I've been through the ups and downs, and I feel like the only thing that I can do,、uh, that I can say, is that、uh, if you want it, if you tr truly want it, you. You should look into it, and I mean, you have to learn everything about food, about your body, about your needs, about your health in general. And I feel like the concept of eating in general in Algeria is so messed up.、Uh, the way that we eat is so wrong on so many levels, and I just I just found out like once I started working out and dieting. And、um, so you need to learn everything. You need to unlearn everything in order to learn everything that you need、uh, for a healthier lifestyle, I guess.、Yeah. Or、um, and yeah, you just need to be strong. And if you want it enough, you have to pay attention to what you're doing. And I have so much to say, but I can't think of anything. Wallah, <laughs> I swear. Like, I mean, that's a great I advice. Uh, you asked me, Gulchili, how about、uh, Anna? And I think、uh, one advice to people who are just starting, who are just started this,、uh, the whole journey, you know. Yeah. So Anna, what I would tell them? <laughs> I mean,、uh, so this is what I would have told myself in the beginning.、Uh, Question: Why you want to start this journey? First of all,、uh, whatever reason you are trying、uh, to want to lose weight, they are totally valid. If if it is for、um, changing your body composition, you don't feel comfortable in your body,、uh, you want to get leaner, you want to get、uh, whatever reason,、mm -hmm. it is valid. But Uh, questioning the motives behind it and what is perceived belik,、uh, by society is normal or not normal, and to remind yourself, belli,、uh, in a sense, your self worth is not determined by that, because I personally, even if well, okay, uh, my uh, my reason to start was health. Besides, once I started seeing results and my body composition started changing, and I saw people、uh, praising me for it and everything, I attached my self worth to it a lot. So、uh, I don't know if that was the case for you too. It was. Yeah. So I guess.、Was. So I guess like trying to re remember, believe. No matter、uh, 
how far you get into the journey, uh, your self-worth is not determined by your weight, your body size, but trying to adopt just a healthier lifestyle in general. And when I say healthy, that doesn't mean like you have to cut out junk food completely. You can't have fun with your friends going out. That's not the case. Like having a healthy lifestyle for me at least means to be aware of what you're eating and yeah you get yeah you get to get give yourself permission to enjoy food but don't let yourself assign your emotions to that food and don't let food control your life in a sense yeah i feel like um yes the point that i wanted to say is Uh, I think people just see it like a destination. Uh, mm. You're just gonna lose weight. You're just gonna start, or that's it. That's it. There's no going back. And I feel like this is why I told you it's a process and it's a journey because there are so many ups and downs. Which mm. is why I'm so proud of the process that I like that I, of this whole journey mm. of two years, and I'm still holding on to it because it's extremely hard. And exactly. it gets to a point where sometimes you just lose faith in yourself. You're like, mm. there is no control whatsoever. And sometimes you you are so much in control that you need to be tasked. But I know that happy like, yeah. wow, I could do that. Like, exactly. crazy yourself. Exactly. You know? So yeah, you just have to to keep in mind that uh, it's gonna be hard. It's a journey, and what you have to do is like. Don't link it to a certain person. Link mm. it to yourself. Do it. Do it for yourself. Do exactly. it for your health, like you did. Do it for your mental health, like I did. Mm. I was always frustrated about my weight, so mm. losing it. Seriously, like I have never been happier than mm. I am now, and I had never been happier than I was when I first started losing weight. Yeah. Like wow, I could do that myself. Mm. I could mm-hmm. control myself. And that's why I think you just have to have faith and trust the process. No matter how many ups and downs you have, it's not going to be easy. And do it for the right reasons. Do it for the right reasons. Because if you do it for someone, you're definitely going to lose control and lose Mm -hmm. interest. And if you're going to do it for, you know, a certain occasion, like I have some, some of my friends now, Mm-hmm. Uh, do it for certain occasions. Oh, and the arts for Oh, I have a, you know, I have to meet someone next month or I don't yeah. know. But they have to link to link it to a certain occasion. So as soon as that occasion is passed, so like they just lose interest. So no, mm-hmm. do it for the right reasons and and have faith in yourself. Mm-hmm. I think like linking it to a person will lead to an emotion. Because there's uh you you'd link it as you said to a destination and you, you would say oh once i reach that weight i'll become happier uh more fulfilled yes. in my life and to be honest mm-hmm. it all plays around the idea believe your self-worth is always determined by something else and if you link it to a person yeah. you're almost telling yourself that right now you're not lovable uh you're not appreciated for who you are but once you're gonna lose the weight that person is gonna magically fall in love with you which is not true like 
واحد يحبك يحبك بخنونتك Thank you so much for being the first one to invite me Aww. and for actually like asking really good questions. <laughs> well, thank you for saying yes. So honestly, she'll keep doing you. You're doing amazing. Your videos, your content, your art is gorgeous. You're gorgeous. So... Oh, Keep the spirit up. 